Welcome to the Bohemian Pursuit Podcast, set to unleash the creative in you. With your host, Mickey, aka Mix of the Comic, and Epi. Alright, alright. Welcome to another episode. And uh, let's welcome our first drill artist from South India, Two-Way Brigade. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, where's, uh, what's, what's with the name Two-Way Brigade? Uh, yeah, Two-Way Brigade is basically uh, some time back, Brigade Road was two ways and now it's one way so i just wanted the tribute to the city yeah it's still something cool because i feel like that's like a very important place in the history of bangalore where a lot of important historical events took place especially in terms of uh, the uh, you know carnatic uh, the kingdoms in karnataka and the british empire so a lot of uh, f- uh, you know like f- there were a lot of battles in very that area first well. uh, drill artist of south india what, what, how does that feel uh, feels uh, feels good. Uh, personally, feels very good for me as a personal achievement, which I wanted to like uh, do something for my community, for my city, uh, for for my language and my culture. And uh, at the same time, I also feel really motivated to inspire a lot of people uh, to get into the genre in the future and see if they feel more inspired to do something that would connect them to their society and their community, because this music is all about uh, expressing people's feelings. So for the past uh, couple of months, the, it's been very motivating and I've been feeling uh, really, really good and there's more music coming too. So, yeah. Have you, have you always listened to Grime? Uh, yeah, Drill uh, is an offshoot of Grime. Um, so uh, Grime music, I have been listening to Grime since 2016. Um, and uh, slowly as I was listening to Graham and, uh, you know, the SoundCloud algorithms, uh, keep, uh, you know, suggesting me, uh, different, uh, things to listen to, uh, slowly this came up on my playlist one day and then I heard it. And from that day onwards, I started to research more on it and I've been listening to drill for the past, uh, for the past, uh, I think who was the years, drill artist that inspired yeah. you? Like who, who's this guy that got you into all I think uh, one of the very first drill artists that's got me into UK drill would be this drill artist called Pounds. He uh, a couple of months ago he came on um, uh, BBC uh, One Radio's uh, uh, you know the show where they host like rappers on a live mic. Uh, so he was uh, the very first person who I listened to drill music from, and instantly it was like I knew that that was something special about it. So. I used that to listen to drill music every day. When I was in Canada, I was working for a car rental company. So every day morning when I wake up, before going to work, I listen to drill for 20 minutes. And uh, some days the work, work was harsh. So when I come back home, it was only a two-kilometer walk. Uh, you know, uh, I used to listen to drill all the way back too so that I can kind of express my negative emotions and put the same energy what I feel from the music uh, and, and, and use it as part of exercise. How do you express yourself through, like, through Gram? Do you, are you writing music? Are you... So recently, obviously, after I came back from Canada, I started to, uh, uh, you know, kind of uh, take it more seriously and start to write and, and you know, um, you know, produce uh, my music. Uh, writing has always been uh, really uh, something very alien towards me because I felt that it was very difficult for a common uh, Joe to just come and start writing music. But then later, uh, what I figured was during uh, when the pandemic hit and initially uh, in the months of February, March, uh, one of my friends, uh, his name was uh, 
Gautam. He basically inspired me to kind of um, do uh, this type of music because he was already doing it in a very uh, like a very his own in his own circle. And once he kind of gave me a small blueprint on how to follow through, uh, me and my cousin, uh, we started to experiment with famous uh, songs and we started to take the beats, remove the lyrics and put replace our lyrics with it. So as time went on and practicing every single day and writing a song almost every day, maybe writing two, three songs in a day, slowly, slowly practice came perfect and we started to write our own music. Okay, so, yeah. where, where do the lyrics come from? Like, uh, where the lyrics so, come from? so the lyrics... Uh, I would say ten uh, percent of it is uh, is inspired from uh, is inspired from UK uh, like uh, lingo, uh, especially if you take it from the big cities like London, for example. Yeah. We do take a lot of right. No, no. Like I'm asking, does it like for for you as a for as, me? As an yeah. So 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 that yeah. So ten percent from the lingo from what they do in the UK, one hundred percent. And I think the rest of it would definitely come from basically uh, my uh, my 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 life in in my neighborhood, uh, in my city, and especially with the people in my city. And uh, it's mostly to do with people interacting with people, and how uh, like for me, my music is basically representing my community, which is uh, what I consider a minority, because I was born into a family which is uh, you know a minority, and how that treatment of the minority. Uh, is treated uh, with the majority of the population in terms of music so i can always express it in a third person's perspective and it can always be unknown so nobody will know who it is but what i express only i'll know so so, so yeah so you have like a you have like an expression and, that you that you stick by there's something that you you know there's something that you want to show people is that, is that a message hidden that's yes yeah, there, there's always a message. I mean, if you uh, if you listen to all of my tracks, uh, clearly there is every every single track, every other verse has a clear message uh, that's given to either a certain group of people or a certain type of people. Because uh, what I felt is growing up uh, in my family, we had like a certain values that we followed, and uh, what I felt was that uh, I have to kind of express that very seriously and deeply that other people are not following it. And personally, for me, I would say it's more, mostly more something to do with a personal uh, statement. But uh, definitely, uh, in the music, it's it's clearly expressed towards people who are being toxic. I feel like that's one of the main like uh, type of people who I touch upon, uh, because I feel like these type of people can really uh, affect the uh, you know peace of society and families and, and individuals. So I always talk about how uh, we need to find toxic people and and shut that down, shut them down before before it gets too toxic. Uh, I I see where you're coming from, you know, to help to share a perspective so that other people can see how to not be toxic. Is that? Yes, and it's also because I feel like uh, Bangalore's culture, and I speak basically from my own experience, is that people are mostly kind, and I feel like generally, uh, like I've met a lot of people, and I'm. I'm. I think one hundred percent sure everybody in Bangalore has got used one point of a, one time in their life, and they've regretted it very badly. And I feel like um, it's also because we are naive and we are open to get we are open and we fall prey to that. At the same time, some people trick, right? So 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 yeah. I mean, the music's always been to expose. The music's always been to expose. Uh, a person but at the same time that exposure can also come out of who's that person who's listening to because i know in my track figures i say um you know bangalore uh, uh there's a there's a 
as a word be lying no shame we call out their names and when i made a lot of women listen to it they ended up saying that they agree that i say bangalore women be lying uh, no shame we call out their names and then when i made a lot of women listen to it they agreed except that yeah we I lie a serious. lot so like the, yeah, I'm not joking. Like, yeah, the track, there's man. live yeah. testimony for that. So, <laughs> yeah. So, so this is something like super true, and I think that's why a lot of people did connect with the track, especially from from the from from the female side, because they did end up uh, like uh, agreeing to that point, and they were pretty chill about it because what they figured is that um, it's not something like like bad, but at the same time. You can take it in a good or bad way. It depends on what situation they want to use it for. But the truth is the truth. <laughs> so, uh, so how how would you uh, so, yeah. so just for the you know for the people who don't know what drill is, right? Like there's a, there's a commun there's there's yeah. a lot of people that don't know what drill is. I I didn't know till I you know heard it hundred percent a couple of years ago. Um, because I'm old school. I love old school yeah. hip hop, right? Biggie, Tupac, you know yeah. all the big yeah. names. Yeah. And uh, I I I just want to know like how how is uh how how is it different? what is yeah so uh, basically drill music came from uh, new york and chicago it uh, originated uh, from america and it's an offshoot of uh, gangster rap and uh, from gangster rap uh, what happened was uh, it moved on to uh, it moved on to the united kingdom uh, over there in the united kingdom uh, people started to kind of customize it with uh, uh, a faster a faster flow because in the uk a lot of people are they listen to the garage garage house and garage rap and 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 and, and drum and bass so when you combine fast elements like that in the uk and you and you take like a and you take like a beat style that's made in the us that is what came to be as uk drill okay so basically it's a combination of uh, rap gangster rap and a little bit of modern like uh, electronic music elements because the main aspect in the drill music is the 808s the 808s is a certain type of like sound that comes only in drill music and and not a lot in any other genre so so that's what it is and you can always uh, go and check the charts because right now in the uk drill music has become very popular and uh, i don't know if you heard the song body uh, you know uh, it's it's became like a very like a lot of people started making reels about body uh, it's by tion wayne and russ uh so they started making reels like where they put their hand down and then suddenly they'll change oh, like clothes yeah. you know oh, so so it became like a tiktok trend that's a drill music that's a drill song like a uk drill song so it's slowly becoming popular it's just that uh, it takes a little bit more time but it will there's, there's so many different kinds of music dude it's crazy. yeah like it's crazy. crazy like you can i mean when you go like let's say you just listen to metal I mean, you can go, yeah, you can go metal, into like metal, into the genre, yeah. and there's like yeah, yeah, like Pendulum. If you if you if you know about, I mean, if you know, you guys know Pendulum, right? They took. I would say, I feel, I feel like they're the ones who took metal and then took electronic music and made that electronica vibe come out in the mainstream uh, first before David Guetta and Tiesto. That whole wave came, yeah. and I thank them for that. And they're actually. you know from through the rock metal side and then they did it and they killed it you know yeah, yeah. and the, i mean that the synthesizer changes so much it, like making music making music electronically like makes it so like make it makes possible for so many different kinds of sounds to like merge yeah into. yeah that's that i feel like that is cool because i feel the whole alternative rock side inspired so many people 
to make different genres of music. Me, it inspired me to do UK till. It inspired Juice World to do like like you know mumble rap, rap, hip hop. So I feel like I feel like it's a very yeah Juice yeah shout out to R.I.P. Juice. But yeah, um, I feel like alternative rock. I mean, without alternative rock, a lot of musicians nowadays would have never even think thought about coming. And and I think I owe a lot of like my credit to listening to that type of music one hundred percent. Yeah, shocks too. Like and like charts nowadays is so uh, so much nicer because of, because it's so like ver- such variety in music. Yeah. Yeah. Growing, growing up, I mean, my like uh, the the only chart that I really had listened to was like eighty forty American Top Forty and American uh, Top Forty by Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, yeah Ryan Seacrest every Saturday, like at twelve o'clock or something. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah, was killing it. Eighty forty was I feel like a really a huge again. You know, thank you, Abraham, for mentioning that. It's also like has been a huge influential part of my life as well because um, I really liked all the music so i used to take my dad to the uh to the you know the stores to ask him to buy like certain music and then the album and and things like that so it was very useful at the end of the day uh to have those type of like uh like you know modern western uh influential music coming into bangalore and and india especially and especially in bangalore because i don't think like a uh, many many like uh, shows uh, like you know like places in india had yeah, a show where, like where this. you perform though like what what uh, so right now i haven't uh, i've only performed in like church street uh, church street and i performed in this uh, fest called somat fest just like uh, like we just did like a really small like a uh, like a uh, like a uh, like a demo song but i haven't performed yet uh, because of obviously uh, the pandemic and also because i feel like uh, the genre of music uh, such as uk drill is not is not yet really really out there for people to listen to i feel like uh, maybe if i push more and if i put more music out and influence more people listen to this type of music we can have enough leverage to go out there and perform but but i but i wouldn't mind performing otherwise like there's no limitation on that but personally for me i feel like if i perform then they should have a group of people who would like it and i'm i'm pretty sure a lot of people would but we are in the process of doing that and i have a lot of support from a lot of artists from kolmangla and indranagar as well i've, so, I've seen your i've seen your performances and like even on the performances even in the videos uh, like you have you have a bandana and it's covering your covering your face uh, what, what why don't you like your face dude uh yeah you know like uh, <laughs> my face i guess it's like a pretty normal like south indian like face but at the same time <laughs> but at the same time i feel like like i always like i always talk about it the mask is uh, just an identity for uh, uh, it's not the, it's not the man behind uh, it's not the man in the music but it's but it's but it's the music behind the man you know Mm-hmm. so so i feel like uh, rather than people associating uh, the music with a person they can they can they can just associate the music with the sound shit right? that's pretty cool so so they don't need to have because i feel like that will be a better inspiration for people to just put on a mask if they really feel shy or if they feel like uh, they feel like they're not they're, they're not supported they want to remain anonymous <clears throat> they feel like uh, they feel like they have some stigma or some stereotype that falls on top of them they can always put on a mask uh, like make a video nobody will know who it is uh, it could be your neighbor it could be 
your brothers like anybody it could be anybody and you'd never know so i feel like i want to give that uh, identity to people so that they can still continue to do what they want to do without keep it with uh, and keeping it local you know they're keeping it local right? so they don't want to reveal it could be like be a lawyer could be like a doctor could be anybody but nobody will know who it is so like that will keep it discreet and there's no controversy nobody will come hey are you the guy nobody will know you know so so yeah you know hopefully that will be the case you know chicago was a, um, had a, like huge gang culture right and yeah that's yeah, where yeah. We, that's where a lot of grime drill or grime is yeah 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 drill drill did come out of that uh, then, but then american american gang uh, activities they're not as violent as the united kingdom because uh, the problem with with the uk is that they have a lot of accessibilities to knives especially from children starting the age of 10 and a lot of organizations have been set up uh, where they are kind of trying to help kids get out of the streets and and not use knives because i think one of the most highest stabbing places in the world is like uh, like you know in the uk mm-hmm. and uh, they have ha- like stronger gang ties because it's a very like smaller place compared to the states and that's why if you listen to really hardcore like very very hardcore drill it only talks about how uh, very very violent acts how like gang rivalry so a lot of drill artists in the in, in like in this past couple of years have come out with music that it doesn't talk about violence that doesn't talk about violence you, only talk about one of those are you one of those, those, those artists do, do you ever incorporate uh, violence with anything i'm just saying uh yeah i i i i i do uh in a uh, i do a little bit but not like 100% maybe like 20% because i'm also still learning uh, and trying to like uh, improve my skill in in writing as well uh, but that does influence me because i feel like that at that moment while i write uh, but the next song that's coming up uh, uh, is is basically about my life and there's nothing about there's nothing violent in that it's just basically about my life so um there's situations that's come up uh, about my life there's nothing of major violence but if it's a music that sounds good that goes well with the flow then uh, and if it and whatever i say makes sense then i would not mind adding it sometimes yeah, but not all the no time violence. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm not trying to promote violence but i'm also like i'm also trying to like uh, put out the truth so that people know uh, like it does exist but 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 at the same time it's like i say what it is and then i say like what have we done to curb it or what have we what we what we will do or what could be done what what we could do to yeah, be what we could be do better yeah. being yeah, i think because i day, i think yeah. at the end of the day like we like most of our most of what we try to do is just try to be better human beings true and true like a lot of that is motivated by i mean a lot of our decisions are motivated by that true and and and, and that's what i want to also uh, uh, you know reach because uh, i would say uh, i'm still as a musician i'm still learning every single day of my life on how to find out better music new music but at the same time i also want to uh, remove the stereotype where in indian society people end up like even though something is really 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 bad they want to suppress it and they want to compress it so i'd rather like be outspoken about it a couple of times than to com- uh, and then get it over with Uh, rather than compress it and keep it my whole so, life. So so how many hours do you spend uh, a day? Do you like write a lot? Are you do you read a lot? Do you write a lot like what what's your process like? Yeah, so the process would be uh I probably spend uh, 
four to five hours listening to uh, different artists, new artists, old artists, you know, prominent artists. Uh, then I'd end up like seeing if some if a beat that is exists that motivates me to kind of write on that. Then I usually start the creative process where I start to uh, find the beat and start humming the beat initially, and then slowly from humming, humming, humming. As you hum, you can like uh, see if you can create different sounds. And then when those sounds come, I try to write the first four lines at least. The first four lines. From the first four lines, then then it just keeps coming. And eighty percent, I would say, is just uh, uh, it's all like unfiltered. Then what I do is after after writing the whole track, I probably would sit with the same track for a couple of days and then see if I can filter it down, make the flow better, make the words rhyme better, make it sound better. And then after that, would spend one two weeks to see how it can be uh, filtered even more. And then probably it would take at the end of the month, I would go uh, record it and then that is only fifty percent. After recording, I would spend another maybe one two weeks to see how the engineering works. I have a couple of rappers and artists uh, and writers who are my friends. So I'll take feedback from them, uh, and then see how the sound goes. Work with the engineer to create the first draft, the second draft, and go home, listen to it, come back to him, and then after the third and the fourth draft, we end up releasing. So I would say for me, for personally as an artist, I'd focus on quality and releasing music that's good. That then just keep dropping music that seems like there's a lot and which a lot of Bangalore rappers just do for fun. They just keep releasing a lot of music even though nobody listens to their shit. So I'd rather release like a music which some people would remember and they listen to rather than just have That's albums. Sure, which sure, man. I mean, you, you gotta keep exists. doing you. Fuck the world. <laughs> yeah, just live it up, yeah. man. Live it up. Live, live yeah, for, you. Do what you love doing. Yeah, for sure. I, I really want to know, like, so you have two tracks already, right? I have are, uh, four uh, tracks. What, what are they about? Yeah, yeah. So the first track is called Quarantine. It's uh, it was initially written when quarantine started, uh, just just when it started. So uh, it was basically about uh, how um, people lost their lives, and uh, we were, uh, and I was basically at home, and it was uh, also talk about my ex girlfriend. Uh, we were in a long distance relationship, so. Uh, you know, when I left, she felt bad. Uh, that's basically um, what I talked about. Uh, I think the second track would be Area. Area was just a fun hood neighborhood track. I was talking about like how we have, um, you know, like a really serious vibe in our area that nobody tries to like break that uh, code and that and that and that vibe that we usually follow and uh, how. We usually like roam around the area a lot. Uh, you know, <laughs> heartbreak, that. Uh, a heartbreak the, got you into to fall back with the boys <laughs> a little bit. The heartbreak, yeah, definitely because it was always that you know by default it's always like that. Uh, yeah. Then we, we the boys only or listen to like grime music, hip hop, that sort of thing. Yeah, my boys. Once I started to make the music, they they definitely support me a lot. They do listen to it a lot. Uh, as a matter of fact, I have uh, a lot of support from. Your side of the town, you know, Cook Town, Fraser Town, Kamnali, Hinur. Like, I feel like I have like a huge fan base over there. And shout out to the boys from there. And uh, they are the guys who kind of rep me a lot. And I have to give it to them because uh, I feel like um, without their support, uh, it it wouldn't it couldn't go as long as it would have. Yeah, they have no, a lot of friends. you have one, you have a video where um, you've uh, you've like I think you've rapped 
JP, uh, you've read Bangalore 78, like your area. And yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, figures. And the video, and the video has uh, not figures. I think oh, yeah? of you riding around, uh, riding around Bangalore. But you've uh, and like the video has like random clippings of uh, and, uh, your side of town. Yeah. But like <laughs> in the middle of it, a lot of it has Bangalore eighty four, which is like uh, you know this, this side of town too. And uh, we were just wondering, like, what about area eighty four? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, like to be honest, I feel like uh, again, like my dad lived there. Uh, my dad lived there, and um, and um, he bought a lot of um, again Anglo, uh, you know, influence towards my life, and I was able to kind of use that knowledge to uh, obviously improve my vocabulary in, in English. Number one. And also, uh, you know, catch on to that whole, um, that whole, uh, what do you call it, uh, culture, because I think like my start of the music would be also influenced by that. And yeah, your area is like, no, not like our I, area, no. I, we live here. <laughs> I'm very happy that, but yeah, like the area you live in, you know, is is um, is is an awesome place, which I have uh, in the past couple of weeks. I felt like a very good, um, you know, connection towards the people in that place, and uh, and the fact that uh, they are so supportive about people's music, and and that includes even you guys as well. Uh, so so hopefully that uh, that should be in the future a hub of a lot of people coming out of that place. So like, Maybe. what's what's yeah. in the pipeline? What's you, uh, what we got to look forward to? Uh, there's a surprise uh, song coming out. Uh, maybe we don't know. It's it's gonna be a surprise. But one week before I drop it, I'll I'll promo it. It's it's all done ready. It's gonna be a really. It's gonna be. I would say it's gonna be a banger. Very different. It's not drill. That's all I can say. Uh, so it's gonna be different. And um, the next drill track, uh, like I said, it's gonna be about my life. That uh, I'm guessing would be dropping around August. So I'm waiting probably Independence Day. Because I always drop it on special dates, uh, so that it, it, there's some some meaning oh, to it. Yeah. On hump day, you're gonna you're, you're gonna release it on hump day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a special day, but it's a special day. Yeah, special. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I feel like it's at least a date that that people can be. They'll be mostly on their phones, wishing people and stuff. So, uh, and this track is just a just like a. It's about me. So, so it's it's it's. It's mostly for me. Uh, I just want to put it out there so I can have it as a personal diary that after a couple of years and I look back and I, I know like where I have was. You, have you always been creative through your life? Do you have like projects that you've been... Uh, yeah, so I am an artist. Like I've been like uh, uh, like an artist like ever since I was three years old. I do watercolor, charcoal and cari- uh, you know caricatures and landscapes and portraits, which I mostly do with charcoal and, and, and watercolor paints. Then uh, when I went to Canada, like I was really uh, into the sneaker culture and I got invited by Nike, uh, Puma uh, to do a lot of art uh, projects for their exhibitions of their shoe launches. So I I went there and also like uh, I won a couple of shoe designing competitions in Toronto. And uh, then I also did this course. This is while you were like working at a car. uh, Yeah, while I was working. Yeah, when I finished studying and then I was working. Yeah, it was it was it was it was very nice because I felt like uh, uh, personally for me in a competitive environment I'd, I'd be forced to do something good, and at the same time I, I wanted to represent our community, our uh, people from our city, uh, people from our country, 
to also say to the western world that you know we are not uh, just like a bunch of curry eating you know like thank <laughs> you very much you may call again you know like that yeah you know exactly and and i wanted to kind of like make them known that uh, it's not just uh, it's not just that and we are also like uh, equally very very equally uh, you know like uh, skilled so that was what drive me to like do very well in all these competitions and win and i i i feel like that was something and i also got certified from uh, a new york institute of fashion technology uh, as a sneaker uh, sneaker artist yeah like a sneaker expert so i did a i did a course on that uh, so um, and it's also like for, like uh, sponsored by complex it's another huge like, collective company so that's what i've been doing i do a lot of sneaker art customization what do you shoes. think about something like toesmith uh, like they they let you design your footwear design your design the uh, yeah put put a design on your sneaker like do you use that as a software ah uh, no i just do freehand like i just take a pencil uh, i get the design like ask people what they wanted and then draw on it and then paint it or or like uh, we i use vinyl work a lot of artists don't use that i use a lot of vinyl work in in my my art because i feel like it will stay longer and it's waterproof right okay yeah so that's what i usually focus on and and i've met a couple of uh, big uh, sculptorists like daniel arsham is like a huge guy in the art field and even he's credited my work are you, are you, do you have like are you working on some sneakers right now uh right now um right now i i did recently uh i have actually put up one of my sneakers which i did work on for sale okay. so like uh, there are a couple of negotiations going on so hopefully uh we'll come to a conclusion but yeah i'm also going to be working with uh, another fashion brand called far out uh, it's uh, by my friend and um, uh, she's uh, doing really well in the bangalore streetwear community so uh, supporting that as well That's brilliant so, yeah, bro i mean you should design some sneakers oh. for us too and <laughs> yeah for sure you guys get shoes you guys get shoes, shoes you know like chappals like, also get the right shoes chappal art bro bro you should you should you know you should take one of those paragon slippers which just have this has the white layer. i mean yeah i could definitely do it but you shouldn't wear it after that because like yeah. it it painting gets stuck on your legs you know, after using the sweat but yeah no problem <laughs> like, i cannot wait you guys like get like brand new for sure anything for you you said you said you were traveling uh you said you're traveling soon where are you where are you headed yeah so i got a scholarship from the european commission called erasmus mundus uh, it's for my master study in global studies uh, so the first year of my study will be in poland and uh, after that it'll be in germany so i'll be going to poland in the month of september okay. and uh, yeah it's I mean, my journey you, in europe uh, so hopefully that will uh, being a drill artist are you going to release some crazy tracks from there yeah no for sure i'm going to go to poland i'm going to try to learn polish maybe like in the next drill track we'll drop a verse in polish because my because my, my song that's coming out in august there's a verse in german that's already been conquered so like probably i probably be the only drill artist to rap in german english malayalam tamil right so the only thing left is polish hindi like this we can i can oh, yeah international crazy bro crazy. yeah once we put in polish or uh, polish and like you know like that like a multilingual track by one artist i think that'll be dope and i've already started to learn polish 
so slowly i'll uh, i'll 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 do that you know like at least like i could say that on this podcast when i when i release the music you guys can like you know uh, hold that up the, and and this, this erasmus program is is kick ass like to meeting for meeting new people like experiencing different cultures so it doesn't just have to be polish like you could take little bits and pieces from all all over europe and yeah for sure uh, i've i've i always like uh, different uh, languages and uh, i've taken a lot of liking towards like many european languages which i tried to learn in a very minor way Uh, but right now polish is my top priority because i know i'm going to be there and i'm going to try my best to like make sure that at least i'm like very basic mm-hmm. um at the same time i feel uh, that uh, what you said also is true uh, definitely be taking a lot of inspiration from from a diverse community that i'm going to meet so are there like a lot of uh, what's a drill culture like in europe it's good it's very good there's spanish drill there's italian drill there's french drill they're all picking up really well uh, very very strong and a lot of uh, uh, younger people who i know uh, at the age bracket of like 18 to 21 they always talk about drill so they always support me my friends in europe uh, so so it's it's coming out so i'm happy that they're coming so i can always say that i'm also like an indian talatis who come and, and we can know if if we just drop one verse in the local language everybody will go man man looking forward yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, honestly really be fun to them that would be amazing so i like to beat you beat some fire <laughs> Yeah, the beats always fly because we end up spending at least one, uh, five to six grand for every beat that we that we that we purchase, and then and then uh, that's what we make the quality work because uh, I want to make sure that the beat is like remembered in somebody's head forever, and the money we invest is is uh, is a lot of money, uh, but it's worth it. It's definitely worth it in terms of production. There's a lot of production that goes into that. But it pays off. Yeah. Not just like uh, you know, just make this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to be like yeah. Yeah. it definitely pays off because uh, that type of value uh, it's no jokes and it's expensive so, 100% production value is important production value yes 100% yeah i feel like that's a difference between good artists and just normal artists like you know if you spend if you spend yeah, production it's it's also so like um, controversial i want to say controversial because like yeah. you could you could uh, technically yeah. put a lot of money into it and yeah. you are definitely yeah. assured like yeah Oh, good. That's that's a fact. That's that I would agree on that. If you put a lot of money, if you really want to be famous, the only thing that need you need is a very little bit of skill and a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I have nothing against that personally, but at the same time, if you have a team uh, who help you out, like for example, Kanye's uh, last album, he had a lot of top artists that come to his Malibu, like Beach House, to do it. Travis, uh, he asked. He uh, I saw this documentary. He was uh, uh, helped by Earth, Wind, and Fire. uh so the when the ogs come out to help when people come out to help you will be the best you know there's no there's no there's no denying that when you pay them for their service you'll be the best so if you want to be the best then you'll have to pay money and if you have to have that money to pay you'll have to work hard to be the best so mm-hmm. i feel like it's a lot of things what about the guy sitting in the like, sitting in like a subway uh, i mean in in the subway in in canada and like playing a beat like playing a song I'm pretty sure like that also would definitely work but at the same time uh, if if they're being promoted in the right way if they're consistent about their music if they have collaborations if you want to make it big like I would say the only thing that that you have to do is collaborate solo and I'm, I'm not like a solo guy myself I've always been a team player and for me like collaborations the way so um solo artists if there's anybody up and coming who's listening to this and who's like figuring a way if they want to really make it like really really big 
they have to collab with at least some like a medium famous or a famous artist in their city or their community otherwise they won't get that uh, catapult you know they want to get like a boost so yeah Team collaboration is the dream for the future <laughs> for anybody yeah yeah and there's no i in t so uh, there's no i in team so 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 that's that's the only thing Awesome yeah. man thank you so much for uh, you know making the time out to be here again on the show thank you we love having you hopefully we have thank you back you. soon again uh, maybe we connect when you uh, when you leave the country but uh, thank you so much to way brigade sure. it was a pleasure thank you uh, i love this show i hope you guys can keep doing this stuff more uh, it's probably probably going to be one of the only and and probably be the best show that that have a, has a platform like this so so you know i hope that more people can keep coming on it and i hope that i also can come on in the future for sure. thanks so no, much for the opportunity <laughs> thanks for thanks for being here to every game yeah bohemian pursuits podcast so tune in listen to us wherever you get your podcasts spotify google podcast apple podcast you can catch us there See y'all. Cheers.